0: Hi, and welcome back to this month's episode of Doctors Who Create. While the initial blog that launched Doctors Who Create will be closing down its operations here on the podcast team, we are still going strong. I'm Darlena Liu, and together with a great team of hosts and producers, we are going to continue to bring monthly podcast episodes on creativity in medicine. For today's topic, we're focusing on a very creative way that one internal medicine resident has come up with in promoting the vaccine. With the Omicron surge going on across the globe, it's more important than ever to encourage vaccinations, boosters, at a time where healthcare workers have been pushed to their maximum and hospitals are at full capacity. Without further ado, I wanted to introduce the very, very talented Dr. Jacqueline Perot and her creative vaccine song, sung to the tune of Dolly Parton's, Jolene.
1: Vaccine, 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 vaccine. I'm begging of you get this COVID shot. Vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine, vaccine Please trust your PCPs Cause we care a lot Misinformation flying everywhere So we are here to clear the air And spread the word to get the vaccine now No contraindications I can see Please trust your good old PCP Leave the ivermectin for horses and cows choice today, Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, but you're tripped up on doubts and conspiracies. So I'll motivational interview, have Doc Williams call you from the ICU, but the decision lies in your hands ultimately. Oh, vaccine, 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 vaccine. I'm begging of you, please just get this shot. Vaccine, 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 vaccine Cause COVID's here whether you believe it or not I'm not trying to steal freedoms from you I've just seen what this virus can do And I urge you to fight it with every chance you've got I had to have this talk with you Our public health depends on you And whatever you decide, this vaccine Oh, vaccine, 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 vaccine. I'm begging of you get this COVID shot. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. Please trust your PCPs because we care a lot. Now the Omicron variant is here No hospital that's far near But it's not too late to take action for your health. I've seen too many patients in the ICU To watch silently till this is through There's one sure thing that you can do Oh, vaccine, 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 vaccine I'm begging of you, please just get the vaccine. Cause Omicron's here whether we're ready or not. Don't forget your boosters. Every dose helps a lot. Our communities need every helping hand we've got. Cause COVID's still here whether we're ready or not.
2: My name is Jacqueline, and I am really happy to be here with with you, Darlena, and happy to be invited to be part of this podcast. I think that there are a lot of people in medicine who have creative sides and creative interests, but it often gets suppressed or it doesn't really have space just in the day-to-day hustle of everything that we do and so I really appreciate what you're doing with this podcast to try to make space and attention to the
0: creative sides of medical folks as well. And I'm just so inspired by how you managed to fit creativity while also being an intern because as we know residency is incredibly busy but you still manage to find the time and the space to infuse that into your life. Like, How has that balance been for you this year? Hmm. I think I am trying to
2: trying to take advantage of some of the relative lulls in the schedule to, to make sure I do make time for creative pursuits. I think in medical school, there was more of a constant drive to be studying all the time. Whenever there's downtime, there's this kind of cloud hanging over this expectation that we could be studying, so we should be studying. And there's just pressure in a different way where I did not make enough time for the creative things that I enjoy doing. Um, in medical school, I did, uh, before the pandemic, I was able to gather some classmates a couple of times to have an open mic kind of night where we shared music or poems or even music videos of musicians that we liked and had time to. To share together. And that felt really nourishing, and I wish I'd put aside a little more time for music and art.
0: And creativity in medical school. And I totally okay. can empathize with that feeling of like there always being something to do. I feel like I felt that way a little bit even at the beginning of residency as I was studying for step three. But I just took step three last week, mm-hmm. and the moment I was done with that exam, it just felt like that cloud just dissipated <laughs> into the air.
2: Yeah, I think it, it does feel a little bit different in residency now, where it's more of a job, it's not really not really a nine to five job. It's a little longer than that, but mm-hmm. we we have different boundaries with our time. I feel like once we're at home, it's a little more like we're at home and we can have some time to ourselves for self-care or doing something that nourishes us. and i I feel like. The, but maybe less time studying this year, but the work has changed where I feel like I, all of us are really called to give so much of ourselves during the day with our patients and the interactions that we're part of. Um, we have to draw upon everything we've got in terms of our, our empathy, our inner strength, our brains and all of our knowledge to, to do our best work every day. And so it's even more important now, I feel like when we do go home at the end of the day to do something that nourishes us. And for me, a lot of that has been with music and art and yeah, I think those those creative creative pursuits that are different for, they look different for different people, but all of those things even though it takes some energy maybe to start doing it instead of just lying on the couch which I also do sometimes that's fine too but (laughs) making the initial energy to start doing something like playing music once I get over that initial extra energy it feel I feel like I gain a lot of energy back just from doing something that brings joy and makes makes my soul happy and kind of uses a different part of myself that I don't use in the
0: hospital as much. Is that how the vaccine parody song came to be? What What's the <laughs> origin story? <laughs> the vaccine song, um,
2: <laughs> that started from a spark from one of our other co-interns, Jordan. I think she should have credit for this initial little spark of creativity. Um, this was Actually, it was after our intern retreat, so I think that was part of it, too. Having a day, a day off where... Was this the
0: apple picking? Yes, yeah, so it was oh, after okay. apple picking.
2: Okay. Um, we had a day off where we could relax, bond, recuperate, have a fun day, of just interns enjoying the outdoors. I think that opened up some space for creativity and, and more whimsical thinking, perhaps. <laughs> and we heard the song Jolene by Dolly Parton playing and we started talking about how Dolly Parton has done a lot to promote the COVID vaccine development and put in a lot of uh, a lot of investment and funding and she was somewhat outspoken about supporting COVID vaccine development and and as we were talking about this Jordan started singing along with the song, except instead of Jolene, she was saying, vaccine, vaccine,
1: vaccine, vaccine.
0: (laughs) And in that moment... (laughs) You're you're on to something, like the light moment. (laughs) I saw so much potential.
2: I saw we could go even further with that. And just the... I feel like it it hit me, like the feeling that... (laughs) The look on her face as she was singing it mirrored what I was feeling, just this kind of desperation for really wanting to help our patients get vaccinated as much as possible. Sometimes running up against, against obstacles with difficult conversations or a lot of misconceptions or many different reasons why people don't want to get the vaccine. But that feeling underlying it all that we really just want what's best for our patients and we're looking out for them. And I wish I could communicate that in the way that I want to, and that's kind of the underleg feeling behind this song, even though I wrote it thinking it was fun, and kind of, it's a little light-hearted um, writing along with the song Jolene, but instead all COVID vaccine-related,
0: It sounds it's like, not
2: funny to me right. at the same
0: time. Right. It sounds like you were really drawing upon all of these experiences you've had through your work, and channeling that into this outlet. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that's true. It's it felt lighthearted
2: but not not funny and definitely not a joke. It was serious at the same time and I think as I was thinking about the words and coming up with words, it was it was fun and I was enjoying this challenge of trying to uh, trying to refit this song into something about vaccines but um but it was also i feel like the words are the things that i wish i could say to my patients that maybe also wouldn't come through as the same way in a conversation because no one likes to feel like they're being lectured at or told what to do but in a song form i feel like it comes across a little differently and um it's also just a a chance for me to to channel what the the feeling underlying it all. What I want to what I want to say to the patients I've worked with. Who have you shared the song with so far? <laughs> um, I I've shared the song with my family, and I think after I got the tune stuck in their heads for a while, <laughs> um, I was encouraged to share it with, um, I next shared it with the co-interns who were there when we came up with this initial idea. And then I shared it with the rest of our residency program because I, um, around that time, I had also been working with some different patients who were, who were, still having trouble with thinking about the vaccine and not wanting to get vaccinated and we'd had some conversations where i'm trying to understand but also trying to reassure them and in any way i can and just try to try to help them basically use every tool they've got to prevent getting this awful virus and after those conversations i was thinking probably the other Residents who I'm working with are running into the similar experience, and maybe it will help encourage them, uh, uplift a little bit, maybe make make boost people morale. laugh. Yeah, yeah, boost the morale. But um, maybe it will also resonate
0: with everyone else. Um, so it's as much for like healthcare workers as it as it is for the public or patients themselves, in a way.
2: Yes, I I had been joking that. I wish I could just, maybe I'll just start sending it out to my patients <laughs> instead of lecturing at them in the clinic. Maybe it would... just blast it in the waiting rooms <laughs> on repeat. I do wonder if maybe if a song gets stuck in people's heads, they'll kind of keep thinking about it, think about it in a different way. Maybe the message will hit differently if it's in a in a catchy song form yeah imagine if Dolly Parton sang
0: your version
2: (laughs) you know after I after I had written this song the lyrics um I I think I looked up something about Dolly Parton and saw that she actually did an interview where she was talking about the COVID vaccine and she did start singing a similar thing using the word vaccine along to the tune of Jolene I, to my knowledge, she did not write an entire song, Ooh. but I think she was also thinking of She saw the parallel, parallel. yeah. <laughs> that'd, be,
0: that'd be great yeah. if she covered the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get into music? Has, that, has music always been a big part of your life? It has, yes. I, I think back from my very early
2: days with my sister, we grew up singing together and um, whether it was singing along to little kids cassette tapes in the car (laughs) side by side or um, as we got older we both took piano lessons and we both continued to love to sing. Um, We were part of some uh, Woody Guthrie shows with a large chorus of adults and other kids um, singing and that kind of kicked off our interest in in singing and performing together. We also both learned guitar around the time I was in high school, and we would then both play guitar and sing together and harmonize, and really enjoyed doing that. We, that kind of took off, and we did perform music together in different settings, um, sometimes in nursing homes. Sometimes outside at events, like there's a, the Walk for Hunger that goes through Boston and there are musicians along the way. We would be part of groups who were doing that. Um, going to different open mics and coffee houses. And, and that was definitely a big part of our, our lives and really enjoyable and meaningful. Um, and the community that comes with the folk music scene around Massachusetts. Um, we've had a lot of really great friends and mentors. And it's a sense of community through all of those different events. Um, so that, that has been a big part of my experience growing up. And um, in college, I tried some different forms of music. I joined an acapella group for a while, and that was really fun. And lots of focus on on the voice and all the different things that the voice can do. Um, that was an amazing amazing group of friends who I met through that experience too. Um, and in college, I also was introduced to Japanese gamelan music, um, and that has been a musical musical community and. Uh, musical component of my life that's been a thread that's continued after college,
0: too. What was it like transitioning, given that you already had some musical background in voice and guitar, applying that to uh, gamelan music? Are there similarities, or was it learning like an entirely new language? It seemed more like learning a new language, and that
2: was really refreshing and Interesting for me. Um, That was that was part of a college class, a world music class that I was taking, and um, there's the option to be part of the the ensemble that was there for a semester um, and write a reflection at the end. And I was intrigued. It sounded interesting. I think there was also a deal where we could get out of taking a few quizzes if we (laughs) if we joined the group for a semester. I thought it sounded way more interesting. Oh yeah. Um, and I ended up really loving it, and it's a different form of music than I had ever been exposed to before. Um, I guess to summarize, I don't know if I can quite do justice with my summary, but um, it's an Indonesian classical music form that goes back for many centuries, and it's also, um, it developed with the courts in Java and in Indonesia, music that was played in court settings, also in um, community groups. And um, it's a percussion ensemble that also usually has vocalists and and a stringed instrument. A lot of these percussion instruments are gongs. And there are a lot of instruments that are like metal xylophones is how I would describe without having a photo or for someone who hasn't seen these instruments before. Um, and there are lots of different instruments that all have slightly different sounds and patterns that they will play, different levels of complexity. So there are some that are more beginner friendly and others that take a lot more experience and knowledge of the the music and the modalities and there are two main modalities that are kind of like scales um, and i what I, what really drew me to gamelan music was the process of playing it it involves a lot of careful listening and and being in touch as a whole group being really in tune with each other because a lot of the parts of the pieces are cyclical and so they can repeat many, many times until you hear a certain signal, either from the rebab, the stringed instrument, or a signal from the drum to move on to the next section.
0: And you have to move as a whole group, and you don't know when that will happen. So there's an imp- improvisational element, or like it almost sounds maybe closer to jazz music in a sense? Is there, is there sheet music that everyone is following? I'm trying to get a better sense yeah, of jazz. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's qu- it's not quite like
2: jazz. There isn't that much room for improvisation, but there is some flexibility with um, with when to move on to the next cyclical part of the piece. Okay. Um, and there's a, maybe a little improvisation with different patterns that some of the instruments will play, but they have to fit a certain modality or there are certain certain pitches that should or should not be included at certain times. So there's there's a little improvisation or flexibility, but it is pretty structured overall. Um, and it's just so interesting to listen to because there are many layers. There are some instruments that play only once, like the gong will maybe play once in a cycle of however many beats. and there are others that play. The beginner friendly instruments might play a melody that is a little more slow and one note at a time um, and other instruments will elaborate on that and have much more complicated patterns and all of these sounds are happening at once, so there's a lot of a lot of. Interesting things happening if you can listen deeply and listen to different parts at once. And there are different forms of gamelan, too. There's Javanese-style gamelan, and there's also Balinese and other forms, too. Uh, And Boston happens to be a good place for gamelan music with um, the Javanese ensemble that I'm part of through Tufts, and there's also there's a Balinese
0: group at MIT and you've continued it ever since undergrad from this world music class. It sounds like I have, with some interruptions. <laughs> okay. After
2: I did continue throughout college, and that was at Smith College. They still have a gamelan ensemble there. Um, and when I moved to Boston afterwards, I sought out another gamelan ensemble, and was um, with the one at Tufts. In medical school, I could not find any near Miami, sadly, so I had to go on a hiatus. <laughs> but... i um, <Now> you're back. <laughs> I'm back. That was an added bonus of, of matching into residency in Boston.
0: Are there other creative outlets that you alluded to art as well? How has art been a part of your life?
2: I do also, I do enjoy visual art. Um, I think since I was young, I've also really enjoyed drawing. and. Um, through, this was also in high school, high school and college, I started doing more pen and ink and watercolor. And I started doing more cartoon style drawings and used that to process my experiences um, at work when I was waitressing and some of the embarrassing or comical things that would happen. Uh, And when I was studying for the MCAT, I started making some cartoons to help reinforce some concepts in my mind or to to process the stressful experience of, of being a pre-med student. And I I sadly I think during during medical school I dropped off on making art for a while. Um, a little bit more when the pandemic hit. I did, I did have a little chance to make some art. And that has been important, I think, for me with reflecting. And um, I feel like it's a different mindset, too, with making art or music or what other people may do for their creative pursuits. I remember I had a teacher once who described a, a flow experience where when you're doing a certain activity, you're not thinking about time or you're not thinking about your to-do list or other things, but there's some activities where you might feel like you're focused and very in the moment. And uh, I, feel, I feel like visual art is very good at getting me into that mindset where I'm just focusing on a line or a shape or colors. And um, I, I do feel like it takes more energy for me to get myself to sit down and do something with a pen and ink and watercolor, but whatever I do, it, it always feels
0: really rewarding to just have that shift in mindset so it's a a lot of comics kind of reflecting on experiences it sounds like is that your primary form or in a way your halloween costume reminds (laughs) you of an art an art piece, if you wanted to. Describe oh, the more. Halloween
2: costume. Yeah. <laughs> I guess too that was a that was a form of of reflecting on this ex- new
0: experience of being an intern. <laughs> yeah, for for our listeners, Jacqueline was a black cloud <laughs> this year. <laughs> I was I was
2: thinking, what should I do for Halloween? What is something that residents and interns are afraid of that would be funny to portray? <laughs> And the thing that came to mind is what I've heard what I've heard my co-interns and residents talking about throughout the past half of y- half year this proverbial black cloud and this fear of becoming a black cloud and the idea being that there's certain people where it seems like no matter what they do when they show up and they're on a shift everything that could go wrong does proceed to go wrong mm-hmm. and there's an influx of admissions and work <laughs> and madness ensues. And so I thought I would try to personify that black cloud. So I it involved wearing all black, having a, a large black rimmed hat with little black clouds that were suspended from the rim of the hat with different phrases on them. Uh, different medical situations that we would not want to run into when we're busy. <laughs> yeah. um, and I I got some interesting responses. There were a lot of people who had no idea what I was trying to portray who were not in medicine. Um, but there are other people who worked in the medical setting who had some gut reactions when they saw the words that were on the clouds. (laughs) They started feeling panicked or having palpitations. You succeeded in
0: creating a very scary costume then, (laughs) I suppose. (laughs) And in the way, like, I guess, in the process of putting that together, that is crafting, that is art, and how you just designed this concept and brought it into reality. I hadn't thought about it that way. But I everything so. can be art,
2: right <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Well, well, thank you so much for sharing about all these different aspects of the creativity in your life. Uh, do you have any parting last words for maybe um, other interns out th- there or soon- to-be interns about how to incorporate these artistic hobbies into their everyday? Hmm well i
2: I would just say I feel like since I've started since I've started getting more in touch with these different creative parts of myself again this past half year or so, I feel like it does it does revitalize me in a different way. I feel more more energy and um more a little more joy with adding in some creative activities and um and community as well especially with music uh, with the gamelan ensemble or sharing music with other people it just it connects people in in a different kind of way and i feel like this is helpful for my work too and sometimes these having these interesting hobbies outside of work is a way to connect with with patients, or it's something that something that makes me feel like a real human being too, <laughs> instead of uh, just a worker uh, and or just a professional. Um, and so, I definitely encourage new interns to try to make time when there is a part of the schedule that's a little lighter to check in again with those. Creative activities that bring you some joy. Um, how to do it is still something that I'm working on, but. Um, it's having... a work in progress <laughs> for us all. <laughs> I think finding a group or other friends or other people who are interested in that same activity can be helpful, like being held accountable where there's a specific time where people are meeting to do it, or uh, deciding to meet up more casually to, to do
0: something together. Or, um, and even just bouncing, I think one of the takeaways that I'm getting from this conversation is just how we can inspire one another, um, kind of like how Jordan was singing the beginnings of this song, and that led to this complete song, and I think the ways that we can bring out the creativity in one another is really special.
2: Yes, I completely agree with that. And maybe having having some time to be together outside the hospital, whether it's with other interns or with friends who are non-medical, having that time also makes more space for those creative ideas and um, a little more inner child or lightheartedness. Having those times together helps spark some of that creativity.
0: Totally. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you very much for, for having me. And if you know anyone who's still on the fence about the COVID vaccine, you should definitely send them this podcast episode and this song because maybe it'll hit differently, that that catchy tune. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe, tell a friend, leave a review. We would love to hear from you.
1: And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at doctorswhocreate at gmail.com.
0: Or tweet us at doctorscreate. Or check out our website, doctorswhocreate.com. Intro music brought to you by the band Night Float.